0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: And welcome back to uh, Morning Gloria 2. It's an amazing amount of sport around at the moment. We've just come through Origin. Uh, of course, the Ashes, uh, halfway through that series. Uh, but but look, the big one is the FIFA Women's World Cup about to get underway. Before we talk about the football what a great advertisement for Australian tourism. Um, I mean, Fox Sports America broadcasting from in and around or underneath the Harbour Bridge. Pretty incredible, boys.
0: Oh, mate, I cannot wait. Uh, seriously, I actually interviewed some of the girls that are in the side, uh, oh, I would have been five, six years ago, and it's just uh, its just incredible to see how far they've come in regards to, in such a short, short space of time, they're talking about sellouts. We're talking about genuine hard-to-get-a-ticket. This is in a country... That doesn't even watch that much soccer. Mm-hmm. We call it soccer. We don't call yeah. it football. Yeah. Like, and that's how impressive what the Matildas have managed to do. Just, it's it's a mixture of obviously their high quality at what they do. They're one of the best in the world. But also, just like got, uh, girls like Kerr, the fact that she's just been such a role model for mm-hmm. younger girls and, and boys as well. I'm just super excited to see how the girls go because they're a genuine chance. They're a genuine yeah. chance.
1: Well, um, it kicks off, uh, Alex, in Eden Park, New Zealand versus Norway. Then Matilda's later that night at Stadium Australia to take on the Republic of Ireland. We're in the same group. We've got Canada, Nigeria, and Ireland. We're $1.55 to get through and 13-1 to, to to win the whole thing, which mm. is pretty pretty generous odds. They're,
2: I think that's about right. I think that's about right. I think in our group, that game against Ireland is going to be so important uh, that we that we win that first game because the last thing we want is to be playing Canada, who are the Olympic champions. So this is not an easy group by any stretch of the imagination. You're right, we should go through, but we need to beat the Irish on that opening day because yeah. Nigeria... Good Team, but having trouble with their organisation talking about boycotting yeah, their it, first yeah. match. So that's like obviously the RLPA behind Yeah, that. exactly right. I've heard uh, Clint Newton's got his teeth into it. New he has uh, got a press conference. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Man, after three hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, we get out of the group. Um, there's a likely <clears throat> cl- crossover with England at either the round of wow. 16 or quarter final stage. You imagine that. That's either going to be in Sydney. Is this, is this
0: Kerr's? equivalent to, say, a Messi or a Ronaldo's moment. Now, I'm not saying that the same career, but what I'm saying is isn't she's player of the year the last, what, two or three years? In England, yes. In England. And so that's the toughest comp, comp in, the, in the world?
2: Uh, arguable. But arguable, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put it up there. And Definitely so top is this Kers...
0: Is this, if she does lead Australia to a World Cup, where does this land in regards to achievements?
2: I think it puts her... I think she would win the Ballon d'Or. Mm. If she wins the World Cup, I don't think there's any doubt about that. She'd become the first Australian to win a Ballon d'Or, FIFA Best, all those sort of... Global awards. But, yeah, this is her chance at uh, creating a piece de resistance, if you Mm. want, Mm. at having her moment in the sun in a Home World Cup, Mm. which is something even Messi Ronaldo, they've never had the the opportunity to do. You're right.
1: Home World Cup, either blessing or curse. If you get off to a good start, you know, that's great. You you start to build great momentum. If you get off to a poor start, my God, the pressure starts.
2: And. This is the thing for the Matildas, is this pressure has sort of been building. And I think four years ago, if you'd said this, they lost a game against Italy, their opening game, uh, at the last World Cup in France, which they were heavy, heavy favourites. Ended up losing that, and they've talked since about how that expectation got to them. Now, the players at that stage, a lot of them were still playing at home in the in the W League as it was then. So a lot of them, in that four years, have gone overseas, have been playing high-pressure games Every week yep. in the FA Women's Super League in France with clubs like Lyon, PSG, mm. so they and playing in the UEFA Women's Champions League, which is just it's blowing up at the same rate as as Women's World Cups and Women's sports. So they're used to that high pressure situation now. I think they're more prepared than they would have been say half a decade ago. Mm. Even
0: when I was when I was playing soccer, Australian. I guess soccer players had a tendency to play a certain way. We weren't as highly skilled as, you know, say the South Americans or even the English, mm. but we were super aggressive and super fit. Do the Matildas play similar to that or have they got their own unique style of play?
2: Um, I think it's a little bit more advanced from where it was there in mm. terms of the physicality. The physicality will still be a big sight. Our, our four most attacking players, Kerr, Caitlin Ford, Hayley Razzo and Courtney Vine, pace is their yep. main thing. So we're, we're not going to look to... Press high and I don't think take the games to teams. But mm. what we can do if we get through the group is absorb pressure. This is what we did against Spain really well. Mm. Um, I think what you'll see against France is that we actually won't have a lot of the football. But when we get forward the quality of our attacks compared to a year, two years ago. Good counter we're gonna attack? Be, yeah, we're going to be threatening teams... When they're, when they're not set in their defence, if that makes sense. Mm. So you're going to see a lot of us attacking quickly, and it's going to be exciting because you have one of the best finishers in the world on the end of it in Sam Kerr. And just the... The electricity every time Sam gets on the ball in an Australian stadium—you you have to be there. I cannot yeah, describe yeah. it. It is—it is different to anything I've ever experienced in sport. Hopefully, through fantastic. our
1: midfield, we can just kick the shit out of him. Well, we've <laughs> got similar <two, we've> <laughs> like, players uh, Like that Liverpool in the eighties, exactly right. Exactly right. And, Okay, so USA three dollars fifty favorites. Yeah. Um, the the college the college system. In America, as far as football is concerned, has, absolutely enormous. Has
2: given them a massive advantage. It's the reason they're, they're the winningest, as they would put it, the team in World Cups. They've won the last two. They had a head start on the rest of the world because they already had a, an inbuilt system of developing players in mm. their college system. The Europeans are starting to catch up yeah, right. well and truly. I, I, I have England certainly before their injuries as the favourites for that this tournament. I think they've dropped off a little bit because of that. And the US still have a, a glut of stars. But when you're talking about teams like Spain, Germany, France, Sweden, all competitive, the Netherlands, yeah. all teams that can win the World Cup. Um, um, it's, it's a really open tournament as well, which I think is going to be really exciting for people down
1: here. Viewership. Mm. What are we talking? Like, uh, you know, worldwide.
2: Yeah, well, dwarfing anything we see here locally, yep. obviously. But, um, yeah, the, the viewership was about two-thirds, I think, mm. of the men's at the last That's tournament. Strong. So oh, it's wow. strong and it'll it'll grow this year. Mm. So it, it is catching up. I don't think it'll catch up quite this time around, but the next mm. 10 years.
1: As far as dwarfing anything we see here, I'll I'll contest that. I mean, FBoy <laughs> Island, I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that Abby Chapfield, uh, oh, good talent.
1: Mate, it's... Uh, F. Boy Jesus, (laughs) there's a lot of those uh, shows at the moment. A lot of them come out. There's a show at the moment called Rush, where they're going uh, like it's a like um what are they? Race around the world type one, like amazing race, yeah, amazing race,
0: Bitty Bowie Ryan,
1: amazing race, yeah, that's right. It's funny watching, you know, you get uh, you know some like older Aussies overseas, you know, trying to speak to people in Rio, going, mate, they don't speak English. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, I like F Boy Island title purely because it doesn't try and be anything but that. F Boy Island. You know, all these other ones about Love Island, like, come on. It's about yeah. young people getting it on.
0: Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> you said Bring that back- with a uh, quite a bit of passion there. Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, I enjoy are. it. <laughs> <laughs> Temptation Island. I'm sure you do, you had smacking king of the world.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: we'll take a break after the rep. We're going to talk about Tino a day for Feeder.